NVIDIA's mining prohibition has been defeated. They've also been slapped with a fine from the SEC and AMD. Maybe you're gonna slap them with some good GPU pricing. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And we're gonna start off today talking about how NVIDIA's LHR mining defeat has itself been defeated, brought to you by NiceHash. Which in case you're not familiar, NiceHash is a program that a lot of just kind of regular gamers use to mine cryptocurrency on their computers because it just pays you out in Bitcoin and it's the simplest way to do that. Anyways, they obviously have a vested interest in more people using their platform, so they have come out with the first fully 100% unlock on these GPUs. You might remember that they've actually come out with a 70% unlock back in August of 2021, but now this is a full defeat of the LHR lock that NVIDIA has put on their RTX 30 series GPUs, but can only be used on Ethereum mining and can only be used in conjunction with their brand new nice hash quick miner in order to get all of that done. So if you want to see your highest percentage profits using nice hash obviously behooves you. They have a vested interest in making this happen. That makes a lot of sense. It's been verified by a few other people. I actually even verified this over on my 3090 Ti. Previously, we're getting 110 mega hash per second on around 420, 405 watts of power consumption just by switching to their new quick miner, which is the release candidate. We actually went up to 130 mega hash on only roughly 300-ish watts. So we gained about 15 to 20% in raw hashing power, but then also dropped about 25% in power draw, making that card a lot more profitable on NiceHash's platform. But a lot of people out there saying that this isn't necessarily cause for concern when it comes to another GPU run, especially on the RTX 30 series, especially Tom Hardware saying gamers shouldn't be worried, number one, because it only supports Ethereum, although I'm not necessarily sure that's a good argument because like Ethereum is the most popular one. But then also GPU prices are falling. We talked about in UFD deals last week that you could get in 6900 XT under MSRP. You could get a 3080 Ti at MSRP. And there is the upcoming proof of stake thing happening with Ethereum. However, as I've been saying for a while, I don't believe in proof of stake until it happens because it's been a few months away from launching four years now. And it most recently got pushed back beyond June by one of Ethereum's developers. So there's no ETA on when that happens. This doesn't necessarily revolutionize anything. Just if you were using NiceHash already on an RTX 30 series card, you're gonna get more mining performance out of it. Should you go out and buy a GPU to mine? Probably not gonna make it all that much more worth it for you. But in case you weren't using your RTX 30 series card, maybe this will help out a little bit. And I do just wanna take a quick second to address the people who say that, hey, you shouldn't be mining at all. I really honestly have no problem with the person who has a GPU in their system and wants to mine when they're not playing video games. That makes a lot of sense to me. Why not earn a little bit of cryptocurrency in your off time if the system's still functional to you? Different story from people who are buying thousands of dropship GPUs, at least in my opinion. But while we're talking about mining, it does appear like the SEC is convinced that Nvidia lied to shareholders with regards to how much money they made from miners back in 2017 or fiscal year 2018. The SEC saying that they failed to disclose just how much it impacted them and thereby they're charging them with a $5.5 million fine saying that crypto mining played a significant role in their surging revenue back in fiscal year 2018, which NVIDIA declining to comment about their role in all of this, but 
obviously $5.5 million doesn't mean a whole lot to a company that just made $7.6 billion in revenue in their most recent quarter. And if we go back to that fiscal year of 2018, NVIDIA was already making money hand over fist. Their full year revenue was $9.7 billion, up 41% from the previous year. They made $3 billion in net income. When a fine is that small, it is not actually a fine. It is not punitive. It is not going to deter them at all, it's simply the cost of doing business. Would you pay $5.5 million in order to make $3 billion? I think you would. However, this could potentially have some further impacts later on down the line. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know the full ramifications of this, but you may remember that there was actually a shareholders lawsuit against NVIDIA for over a billion dollars because they were alleging that NVIDIA did lie to shareholders with regards to how much money cryptocurrency was making up in their total revenue. NVIDIA ended up having that lawsuit dismissed because the judge came out and said that there was not substantial evidence by the shareholders to prove that NVIDIA had actually lied to them about the crypto mining thing. Could this potentially lead to shareholders re-uptaking that lawsuit? I don't know if the law of double jeopardy here applies. I don't think it does, but they might have a better argument now that the SEC has officially fined them for the exact same thing. But while we're talking about GPU companies that you can't necessarily trust, let's shift focus over to Intel, who for the second time in just a few months has missed its own deadline that it set for itself with regards to its drivers. They had a self-imposed deadline by the end of April to add a UI option that allows users to toggle specific benchmarks optimizations on and off. Well, it's, it's May. It's not here yet. They haven't done it. This is on top of the fact that they already missed a day zero patch for Elden Ring that they said that they were going to have with regards to drivers. That didn't happen either. This is probably the most major concern that people have when it comes to Intel's GPUs, not necessarily being able to trust their drivers. If we go back to the Intel XE graphics that came out most recently, the DG1 driver optimization, really bad on that. Rumors behind the scenes indicate that the reason the Arc Alchemist GPUs have been delayed is because of driver issues, and then seeing them miss their own self-imposed deadlines doesn't exactly boast my confidence. Let me know if you're confident in Intel's driver abilities down below in the comments. Let's talk about Asus, and they're gonna have a PCI Express 4.0 SSD. They're getting into the internal M.2 SSD game. They're gonna be calling it the SQ7, and it will come in at at least one terabyte in size. Not quite clear what the pricing will be, what bounds of storage they're gonna give us, I would assume, up to four terabytes. We'll just have to wait to hear from them either on the 17th of May for their Boundless event or during Computex towards the end of this month. But towards the end of this month, Apple will not have its director of machine learning because he has resigned from the company due to Apple's return to work policy that they were beginning to implement. Ian Goodfellow, the director of machine learning, somebody big in the world of neural networks, being called the father of general adversarial networks, says that he will no longer be coming back to Apple especially because Apple has been trying to get people to return to work on April 11th. And then starting on May 23rd, they wanted people to come back into the office three days per week. Goodfellow says that he believes strongly that more flexibility would have been the best policy for my team. And somebody who's considered the father of GANs could probably get work anywhere he wants. And especially if he decides that he wants to work remote, he's probably gonna be able to work remote. And this is probably Apple's loss for that. I'm actually curious to hear what your work situation has been, obviously with the code 
COVID response? Did you guys go full remote? Were you remote before that? And what is it now? I want to hear from you down below in the comments. But Xbox's future does look to be a little bit more remote because there's reports that they should be revealing their streaming device and TV app, which is supposed to be coming out soon so that you can actually stream Xbox games either to something like a Samsung TV or to a little stick that you can plug into the HDMI port like a Chromecast, but you can stream Xbox Live games. However, Xbox has already confirmed that they've been working on these and we're just waiting for them to actually fully reveal them. But there is a little bit of concern considering that Xbox Live had several outages over the weekend for multiple hours. So it doesn't necessarily bolster the confidence of having a live only device where it is only cloud streaming. But in case that's all you can afford or if it's included with your TV, it might not necessarily be the worst of choices. But now let's talk about the next AMD GPUs, which we're expecting to launch tomorrow from AMD. We now have leaked pricing coming out from video cards with regards to the 6950, 6750 and 6650 XT. The pricing of each, the 6650 starting at 399, the 6750 starting at 549 and the 6950 XT starting at 1099. So only a hundred dollar increase over the 6900 XT, which is actually remarkably cheap, especially considering the fact number one, the 6900 XT already beats the 3080 Ti, NVIDIA's $1,200 GPU, but then also leaked benchmarks from the 6950 XT indicate that it's a decent step up from the 6900 XT, coming in at roughly 20% faster than the 6900 XT, at least in the TimeSpy benchmark, which puts it above the 3090 Ti, which costs $2,000. So a $900 delta between those two and only a $100 increase off of what it's replacing. That seems to be a pretty good price to me. What do you think of these refresh GPU prices? I wanna hear from you down below in the comments. And we'll see you right back here for hot news tomorrow, my friends. Cheers.